What's going on, guys? So this episode of Quest Complete is going to be a little bit different than what you've seen before. Um, this is something that myself and two of my old WoW friends, Jelly Roll, who has been on a couple things for... Um, it, he was on an excessive RP for me when this show was still excessive RP. And then Fur, who is a good WoW friend of mine, talking about the newest Hearthstone expansion, which is Journey to Ungoro. Now, we actually didn't realize until recording this that it comes out this week. Like, actually, the recording that... The day this recording goes up, the expansion comes out the next day, which is pretty hilarious. Um, that Blizzard actually hasn't done the best job of marketing the release date of this expansion. But this is quite a long episode, but there's a lot of really cool discussion about the cards and some of the new stuff that comes with them. So if you're interested in Hearthstone, just some guys who have a lot of card game history talking about it, definitely give it a listen. Um, I know the Breath of the Wild quest complete was supposed to be next. And that is still coming, but we wanted to record this now um, because we just all three of us could get together. It was kind of a spur of the moment thing. So take a listen to this. Breath of the Wild is still coming. Don't think I'm just ditching it because it's taken me forever to put that together. So enjoy this episode and I'll see you guys later. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Quest Complete. My name is Cody Spitzberger of Geek Domination and this is my solo show where I talk about games today. I am talking about Hearthstone, specifically the newest expansion coming in mid-April, Journey to Ungoro. And to talk about it, I have some guests with me today. One of them you've seen on a couple things before, that is Mr. Jelly Roll, who's been on WoW Talks for me. He's back for all those shenanigans. Hello! He's back, he's got a new trick. And then we have someone that has been mentioned a lot throughout our random podcast with me telling stories. But we have the infamous Fur with us here as well. Yo, dogs. Yo, dogs. So, we are going to talk about some cards that are coming in Journey to Ungoro, specifically the quests, and then we're going to be talking about some of the new mechanics and stuff. So, this should be super exciting. I'm excited. Are you guys excited? You should be. I don't know. Rambling. I am super duper excited. I can tell in your voice. Okay. Moderately. Moderately excited. Love it. First up, let's talk about the Druid quest, because that's the first one on our list, which is Jungle Giant. So first, actually, I should describe what quests are. These are one mana spells that start in your hand. Uh, you can mulligan them away if you want, but if they will always be readily available for you to start in your opening hand. They give you an objective. You complete that objective. You get a pretty powerful card, and that's that. So Druid quest, Jungle Giant, the quest is to summon five minions with five or more attack or you get Barnabas the Stomper, which is a 5-mana 8-8 eight, eight battle cry. Reduce the cost of your minions in your deck to zero. Thoughts? Amazing. You think I play, so? I play a lot of Druid, and I think that is going to be cool. That's uh, Aviana in a beast deck. You normally is. put Aviana in a beast deck anyhow, but I'm pretty sure she's getting cycled out. So this is going to be... A pretty good replacement for it, I'd say. I think if Aviana is getting cycled out, she... Yeah, she is. is. She, yeah, she's she was, Yeah. Here's my biggest problem with this, is... Yes, you put this in a Beast Druid deck. Beast Druid has, like, kind of been somewhat of a fringe deck and never been terribly strong to start. But I feel like if you have to play five minions with that much attack... I would hope by then that you already have board control. So more minions. I, I don't know. I just I feel like it's almost 
too late once you've activated Barnabas to like actually make a huge impact. Like I feel like you already need to be winning the game once you've completed that quest. Well, if you look at the newer cards that were added, there's definitely ways to help you get there. There is. I don't like I don't think it's hard to complete the quest. I just like my biggest problem is is like, yeah, you run nourish and you run uh, lunar visions, but I feel like Druid doesn't have enough card draw to sustain it once you get zero cost minions. That's a good point. I think that might be something that they're saying, like, oh, this is why this isn't OP, because Druid is going to have, obviously, things going on the board every turn after that. But I definitely see it as a quest you're going to be finishing later on average than the rest of them. But I also agree that that is like a win-more condition. If you're it getting is. that quest done, you're probably doing pretty well. It's almost, it's almost like you look at Astral Communion, which is like a terrible card, but like gain 10 mana, so like then you just can play whatever the fuck you want from then on. But it's like almost the same effect when you look at it. Like pretty much you're just being able to summon at least one strong minion per turn after that. But I, I mean, feel it like... seems to... Yeah, I mean, it seems to kind of go with the, the druid meta of just big, stompy creatures now, though. I mean, look look at the legendary, how it is that now. That very silly. Just, there's just a lot of big things that's going on with druid, and, you know, it goes well with ramp, but... I feel like it's not... I, I agree to an extent that you're going to have to be in a decent position to get Barnabas out, but I feel like that's going to be the turn you win the game. Like, he is going to be your win condition. With the other legendary that you can restore all your mana crystals... Like, you just drop him out, uh, or drop Barnabas out, play him for zero, restore your mana crystals, and you can just blast him in the face with everything you've got. It's interesting True. because, like, the the um, like the Cthune crazy one-kill, or one-turn kill with Coon deck, like, still kind of exists without Aviana because of Jungle Giants, which is interesting. So, like, the, the crazy Cthune deck can actually still work, even with... Aviana being gone. But I think it's okay. I don't think it's like super crazy strong, but I think it is strong. I wish you could just like. I, w I mean, I don't even know what I'm saying here. Like, it's not even hard to complete. I just feel like it doesn't do enough for where you're going to be in the game once you complete it. I would say the one thing that Druid lacks to go with it is kind of like you said, like the draw, the cycle to, mm -hmm. to really be able to generate that. If they could like tech in some of that. I think it would be would be really good. I think it'll be okay anyway, especially if you can play, even if you can just play the the Beast Trio deck on curve. Like the minions are statted well enough. I think they'll hold their own pretty well. Um, even though there are some kind of trolly uh, Druid cards being released with this set, uh, I think it'll be okay. Look, looking at you, Living Mana. <laughs> what is or this like, card? I mean, the four mana evolving spores, adapter minions, like... Uh... You know what's a better card than that? Savage Roar. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, let's move on to the Hunter quest, which is Marsh Queen. The quest is to play seven one-cost minions, and you get Queen Karnasa, which is a five mana, eight, eight, a battle cry, shuffle 15 raptors into your deck. The raptors are one-cost, three twos, battle cry, draw a card. I think this is the best quest. With the best reward, opinion to me. I think it's pretty close. I think it's. I think it's scary. I think I it's. Ugh. Have to agree. It's probably the best looking one. I mean, gotta build kind of a crappy deck to get there, sure. But once you complete the quest, you win the game. I mean, 
And realistically, if you've got enough card draw, you can you could probably turn five Queen Carnassa. Well, here's here's and that's going to so, be scary. Trump, who is one of the best or one of the most well-known Hearthstone streamers and theory crafters, did some research and some simming on Marsh Queen. If you have fourteen one drops in your deck, you complete the quest sixty percent of the time by turn six, which I feel like is strong enough. Like ideally. You would want to finish it by turn four, play the queen on turn five, but I feel like you need to almost like have like twenty plus one drops in there. And yes, there are like a, a lot of good one drops, but I don't think it's I don't think it's that worth it to detrimentize your deck that much for that. Well, I think there's two bits that kind of go like when I'm when I roll in and I realize I'm facing this this quest hunter deck. There's a couple things that, that I know. That's one, their turn one's going to their quest, right? So their one drop synergies are, you know, going to start on turn two. With that being said, you basically have like five turns to put them in the hole. Um, you know, if they're, if they're spending their sixth and seventh turn, like digging themselves out, you know, you might have a chance, but if you're letting them build a board presence and finish their quest, I think you're screwed. I did just realize that, um, like, Battlecry draw a card on a 3-2-1 cost is pretty insane when you look at, um, God, what's it called? Um, Campaign and Kodo. Yeah. And just start charging into things forever. That is kind of scary. Alright, let's move on to the Mage Quest, which is Open the Waygate. Quest is to cast Six spells that didn't start in your deck, and you get Time Warp, which is a five-cost spell that allows you to take an extra turn. People have been going crazy about this quest because it's basically one-turn kills. You can set up some pretty crazy one-turn kills with this, and it's not even that difficult to complete the quest with cards that already exist in the Mage's Kit, such as Babbling Book and Kabbalist Tomb, and they're even getting stuff like Primordial Glyph and Shimmering Tempest. Primordial Glyph is pretty insane because it's the two costs. Discover a spell, reduce its cost by two. Um, if you like Primordial Glyph into Primordial Glyph, that's insane for your quest. Because you can just chain them forever. Yeah, I I don't like it. I don't like the Mage Quest. Mostly because I, I just think it's bad design. Like a lot of people on the internet have been talking about like Magic the Gathering. They learned their lesson on why this is bad game design. And I think Hearthstone may see some of that. I will say it's not the most broken like mages are gonna always win this. It's it's definitely um a bit of a gamble, and in the same way that like Hunter does, it takes some setup. If they're if the mages spending like their first four turns dumping spells that aren't like optimal you know, they're, they're going to be in the hole as well, but then they pump out the Arcane Giants and kill you. So, I again, I think you're on a timer there. I, I feel like you could play it incredibly well in, like, a Freeze Mage deck and then go for, like, an OTK. Yeah, with time go warp. Like, with Time Warp and then you do your Arcane Giants and you do Alex Straza. I feel like that's what you almost have to do with this deck because it has to be more controlly and you have to basically burn your opponent out. Um, it'd be interesting to see how this quest would roll out if Reno was still a thing, though. 
Like, I wonder if people Thank would God. try to do Reno, Freeze, Open the Way Gate things. That'd be insane. Probably. I don't know if it would actually work. I don't know if there's actually, enough cards to do one-ofs to right. effectively make that quest. You just have to get crazy Primordial Glyph luck and Primordial Glyph and the Primordial Glyph five times. I think that alone, the, the potential for uh, Primordial Glyph uh, is what's going to make mages go off. It's going to be what makes me throw things across the room whenever I see it. Um, but otherwise, I would. Yeah, I'm sure there's math behind it, but I'm sure there's. Um, it seems like a pretty. I mean, yeah, you you have to play the the freeze deck, and you have to get decent draws, and 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 hope you can control the the board in order to get that. All right, let's move on to the paladin quest, which is the last kaleidosaur quest. Is to cast six spells on your minions, and you get Galvadon which is a 5-mana five 5-5 five, five battle cry. Adapt five times this is the first time we've seen Adapt come up. Adapt works similarly to Discover, where you get an option of three adaptations that affect your minion. There's stuff like plus three attack, plus one, plus one, stealth, poisonous, stuff like that. And Galvadon gets to adapt five times. Now, a lot of people have been saying this, and I 100% agree with them, that this is Arguably the hardest quest to complete because casting six spells that are worth casting is hard. Yep. Um, I would say for the quest, I might like it the most flavor wise. I think the kaleidoscope, kaleidoscope, the kaleidosaur is one of the cooler cards you get from, uh, from quests. I think adapting five times would make that thing fun to play, but Buff cards. Th- there's a reason that paladins have so many and run so few. Uh, yeah. They're just they're run slow. almost none. <laughs> and I mean, like they're only getting they're getting three in the set. Only one and a half of them are worth running, pretty much. Yeah, I feel like I, mean, I feel like this is the worst quests by far. Well, I, mean, I don't even think it's a bad it, quest. I think it's. Too hard to complete, and I think Galvadon is not consistent enough. And that, those, in addition to the fact that it's also the only quest that once you remove what comes from the quest, there's nothing left of it. Like, the mage one, for example, you get time warp, so you get another turn. Unless they're discarding cards from your hand, they're not going to get rid of your card. Um, the Hunter one, you're still going to have those 15 Raptors, even if they polymorph Carnassa. And with the Druid, all of your minions in your deck are still going to cost zero. And as we move forward through the rest of the quests, you'll see too that everything else has a lasting presence once that creature is gone. This guy's not. That's a really so you're point. almost you're almost forced into for one of his adapts, hoping that you get the spores that makes him yep. immune to spells and, or abilities. Otherwise, he's going to get polymorph. He's going to get fireballed. He's going to get, I don't know, there's a thousand different removal things that can just hit him. And it's like, oh, shit, I just built a deck around this for nothing. Yeah, I feel like little... you have to, say, to get this... that. Sorry, go, Gajelli, go. I'm sorry. We, we're it's okay. This, usually. Uh, no, so there's a little spell called Meteor now that seems to kill dinosaurs that uh, yeah. hit him with that. But I mean, yeah, I mean, some of the adapts. They give you a couple things that you can do, you know, stealth and, and you know the spores, like you said. But 
That's a very, very good point that you make, that there's just no lasting effect. I will say there is one noob trap, and that's the Primal Fin Champion. He's he's where it's at. You just throw all your buffs on him, kill him off, and you get them all back. I don't I don't think he's that good. Though. No, I don't think so either. But... I mean, like, you, I'm like flipping through the actual quests that you you can use, or the actual spells that you can use. Like, even just like the one cost adaptive friendly minion, I feel like is not even that strong. It has a couple of fringe uses, but it's like it's okay. You have the, the, the seal of champions, which is good. Like that's actually arguably like the best one blessing of might is okay blessing of wisdom is pretty garbage blessed champion is okay if it's strong enough i mean this like the problem is the spells almost don't do enough but then you have like weird things like where you can like you can technically holy light a minion for this quest but why that's interesting but it's 100% right. Like, you can totally do that. Yeah. You, could, you can take it one step farther and lay on hands your minion. Let's do that. Brilliant. Your quest. Love it. 10 out of 10. Yeah, probably the worst quest. You've sold me on that. Yeah. Yeah. It is so sad to see Paladin get crapped on again. Yeah. They've well, always been always been so hopeful. And every time it's the same thing. Trying to force a meta and give them crappy cards to do it with. I don't think that Paladin is in a super shit situation because I feel like the hand buffing mechanic actually will have a chance now that super Reno Kazakis control decks will be gone. Like it's, it's terrifying to think, but I think the meta is actually going to speed up a tiny bit, which is terrifying when pirate warrior aggro shaman are just like ruling the land right now still. But I think as far as the meta goes, you're probably going to have like a, a big split because things like things like Hunter are going to want to speed up compared to how Hunter was playing. I mean, early, I mean, I mean, Hunter, a couple well, a year or so ago, a couple years ago, was playing very fast. Now it's like just not playing at all, basically. But uh, you know, so they're going to be speeding up. But you've also got things like Warrior or even Mage to, to some extent, and a couple others that might be might be slowing down, playing more control. Not the pirates are gonna be anywhere. Like I, I, I wish pirates were just gone forever. They're but not, I think they'll still be not, around. Yeah. They're not going anywhere. Pirates are losing like nothing, dude. It's, yeah, I mean, it sucks. They got some hate cards out there to counter them. They but, do, uh, yeah. but I don't think it's gonna be enough. But let's move on to the next quest, which is priest, which was actually the first quest shown off. Awaken the makers quest is to summon seven death rattle minions, and you get Amara, Warden of Hope. Five cost, eight, eight, taunt, battle cry, set your hero's health to 40. So become a control warrior, okay. Pretty, pretty much. But, I, I don't know. I feel like the quest is fine. I feel like the quest is great. Like, I feel like you can reasonably complete this quest. The quest would be a lot better if Sylvanas was still going to be in the game. But, yeah. I feel like Priest is just it's over. I feel like Priest is back to the the um the whispers of the old gods sadness days. Yeah, I would say the priest has the second worst quest probably. Uh, but I, I agree with you completely. I think the the objective of the quest is fine. Death Rattle Minion's cool, good. Um it's flavorful, it's 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 fine. But then the reward is eh, I mean, sure, 40 health is great, but it's not like you're using that health to cast spells or anything. There's no innate win condition with that. Yeah, it lets you hold out longer, but 
I don't think Priest ever really had a issue where they really wanted more max health, I guess. No. Like, at, at that point, what, you, ooh, I have something to cast my hero power on. <laughs> what do you think, Burr? If you look at this card compared, I'm going to talk about the Paladin one again because got it. If you look at this compared to the Paladin card, this quest reward, you would have to adapt that card to for three plus one plus ones and one taunt. And that battle cry is equivalent to one adapt on that other card on the Kaleidosaur. Like, how is that even well, you close could to get, equivalent? You could get the plus three attack and the plus three health and then the taunt. Is there, oh, a, no. is there an adapt that's plus three plus three? Or no, there's an adapt saying? that's plus three attack and there's one that's plus three health. Oh wow! Okay, I didn't. I thought it was all just plus one plus one. But it's no. it's still. I take it back to an extent, but nonetheless, <laughs> this is an eight eight for five mana. Then. I think like almost half the. With taunt. I think almost all of them are like five mana eight eights actually. Yeah, most they're of them all. Are. All of the quest rewards cost five mana, except for the warrior one because the weapon costs three, and then you use your hero power for the extra oh, two, so sense. they're all five. Yeah. But yeah. in terms of what this card is actually all about, I agree 100%. Priests don't need more life. They've they need, never had an issue in that department. They, they need just need more ways to, to kill. They just need ways to do shit. Yeah. And it makes me sad, because Priest is getting some really cool cards. Like, Shadow Vision is really cool, but Priest is just a sad day right now. But... That's all I got for that. Let's move on to Caverns Below, which is the rogue quest. Uh, really interesting. I like this one a lot. The quest is to play four minions with the same name. The reward is Crystal Core. It's five mana spell. For the rest of the game, your minions are 5-5. Five, five. Thoughts? Does that... Just... So even the, even the minions on the board are just 5-5 five, five at that point. Yes, and here's the crazy thing. It's both played and summon minions. Uh, if something gets hexed, it's a five mana, or it's a uh, <laughs> frog with taunt with five five. Which, that's hilarious. I didn't realize that until just now. I'm reading this. Uh, polymorph sheep, same thing. That's pretty good. I mean, there are, there's some extra things being added in with this set that are going to be nice for that. I don't know that. I think that aspect of it, where you know you, you just can't, you know, you you can't weaken them, is nice. Uh, it's kind of like like a rogue thing to do, you know, just shake something off, <laughs> cloak of shadow style. But um, it it doesn't. How many? I I, I guess I'm just. What deck? What deck is that? Like, what, what Rogue... It's, it's the Caverns deck. Below deck. It's a completely <laughs> new deck. It doesn't fit into anything that Rogue has right now. Right. And it's like, you don't want to... Like, I guess it would almost have to be like a Control Rogue, because you need to survive long enough to play four minions. Which, for those like wondering how you play four minions, you do stuff like Shadow Step, or there's the new Mimic Pod, which you draw a card and add a copy of it to your hand. There's the Brewmasters allowed you to play a card multiple times. But I feel like it takes way too long to do this quest. And it's 100%, like, I mean, I guess like it's easy to say that almost every single quest is 100% reliant on card draw. But I feel like this quest way more than any other one. 
because you're looking for like the specific cards you want to play multiple times. Your Shadow Steps, your Brewmasters. Mimic Pod really doesn't even help you with the quest because you have no way of knowing what's going to get copied. And I feel like the quest war doesn't even that good. Yeah, I mean, Mimic Pod, it's better than Gang Up, but for that purpose, I guess. But what does that really... What does it even mean? Does that mean, yeah. I think this quest actually has more um, potential in Wild because of stuff like Gang Up. Yeah. Which is really interesting to think. Vanish. Vanish, yeah. Um, I did want to mention that this comment says that there's the sweet... um, combo of playing Violet Teacher, you get four princesses on the board, you vanish and play them all again. I'm like, oh, that, com- that complete the quest, alright, you're, you're not wrong. But And there is the, and you do get the um, the razor petals now, which, you know, kind of help with the whole miracle combo business. The razor petals are a worse moonfire. And that's but really sad. I guess. But Miracle Rogue and... also... Is real sad now because you can't stealth your right, gadget no here. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, let's move on to Shaman, which is unite the Murlocs quest to summon ten Murlocs, and you get Megafin, which I love. First of all, five mana eight eight battle cry. Fill your hand with random Murlocs. Yes. So let me let me say on this card. Okay. There's not a lot of selling to it, but I'm gonna make a, a Murloc deck work. This okay. this set, um, the early game has been like stomped on because uh, most Murloc decks are running like Trog and and Totem Golem, which are both just gone, which is unfortunate. But there's a couple much weaker things to play, but that will also help with the quest. And um, you know, I I don't have a lot of selling points. But I think this might be one of the weaker quests. I don't and even it think of... it's weak. I just think, I think once you complete the quest, it's awesome, because then you're getting, you're potentially getting extra copies of stuff like Bluegill and Murloc War Leader and yeah. Ninja and stuff like that. But like playing ten Murlocs and surviving the game until that point, ten Murlocs. I guess this summon. Yeah, but yeah, I guess. Oh yeah, because you have. Like I Primal Fantonum, I remember it, but calling the finishers is actually yes pretty crucial to the quest. I don't know. Yeah, I feel so like... I mean, the, the, you know, they've given they've given Murloc some sustainability, uh, especially with the new Spirit Echo. It's probably bad still, but uh, you know, it's there. Uh, I, I th- it's unfortunate they've kind of pigeonholed the Shaman quest into Murlocs, but. As someone who's a kind of a fan of Murloc decks, I don't mind it too much. I feel like it has the most flavor compared to the other. I agree. Other quests. I feel like this is this is what Hearthstone is about, and they nailed that on the head. How viable it is, I don't know. I don't care. I don't play shamans. I hate playing against shamans, <laughs> but it looks cool. Better to die to a bunch of Murlocs, and Probably. then you're just sad. And I can't wait. Real sad. I came I to know, launch I could... night to play against you for... <laughs> <laughs> but okay, here's the plan. We're just going to make like 10 Murloc decks. I'm going to make 9 Murloc decks. I'm going to make Murlocs work in every single class now and play against Fur. Done. Well, while you um, guys work on that, I'm going to work on making Priest work. 
Okay, good luck. Uh, I'll see you in 2018. Uh, also, I think it's worth mentioning that these are random murlocs. You can get other classes murlocs. The two big ones that like, or there's three big ones that are pretty cool for that aspect. One is Grimscale Chum, which is Battlecry, give a random minion murloc in your hand, uh, plus one, plus one, which is pretty good. Hydrologist, Hydrologist, yeah. Uh, Battlecry, discover a secret, so you'll be discovering a paladin secret, which that's pretty dope. <laughs> and then Sea Devil Slint Stinger, which is Battlecry, the next murloc you play this turn, costs health instead of mana. So that's pretty exciting. Ooh, interesting. That'd be pretty cool. Let's move on to Warlock, which I love this quest so much. So Lakari Sacrifice quest is to discard six cards. The reward is Nether Portal, which is a five mana spell that um, takes up a board spot with a portal, and then every turn you summon two, three, two imps out of it. What is this? It might be the quest that I run the hardest. I like so? a lot. There's just so th- many cool ways to make this quest work, too. Because there's no one right answer like, this is the Warlock quest deck. Because there's already a discard lock, called Disco Lock, that's basically just a variant on Zoo. But I feel like you can also run this in more of a control lock. And make it work in both, almost. How much does the taking up a deck, or a, you know, a, a card slot? Board slot. Board slot? What? <laughs> I'm confused. Uh, Did Jelly just die? <sighs> well, I'm going to give my thoughts on it then. Okay. I feel like, again, they nailed it on the head with flavor. This is what Warlock is all about. Sacrificing your resources for additional power. The fact that it summons two imps, that they're three twos, Pretty nice. I don't. Do you know if they get summoning sickness when they're summoned, or when um, they're summoned? That is an excellent question. Um. I'm gonna watch this. There's video. a yeah. I was about to say there's a video right here that I'm watching to see. User so it looks like it summons it at the end of your turn. So they would technically have sickness, but not by the time you get to actually attack with them. Okay, yeah. So that's uh, that's kind of unfortunate. I mean, it kind of seems like, I don't know, anyone with a moderate amount of control can take them out, but they're going to have to continuously take them out. Yeah, because there's no way you can get rid of that portal. It's there forever. No. Yep. Um... And I like that aspect of it a lot, that it's like the, the portal's there, it's going to keep spawning stuff out of it. Like, people have been comparing this a lot to Jaraxxus, because, like, instead of getting a um, two mana 6-6, six, six, you're getting two three twos, so basically a 6-4, but you don't have to spend two mana every single turn on top of the nine mana it was to cast Jaraxxus in the first place. That's a good point. And I'm curious to see if, like, if, like, people are trying to make a control deck out of this. I'm wondering if you do Lakari Sacrifice 
and your axis, the longer the game goes on, your value on your board is just obscene. Yeah, I feel like that's where it's going to shine, is the longer you can last with this on the field, the better position you're going to be in. But you're definitely going to want to go from discarding stuff and playing crazy aggro to incredibly defensive. Yeah, well, like User I said, I... Your channel. Hey, Jelly's back! Back! <laughs> hey! So we were just we're still talking about the Warlock quest. Um, I believe when you were talking, you were you got disconnected about something about the board spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 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 what was your question? Oh, I was just gonna—I was just adding to the to the idea that um, basically asking, you know, how much taking up that board slot for just the portal gonna be gonna be hurting the the warlock. I don't think it will be that much, because like realistically, how many times you actually have seven minions consistently? Well, when I'm playing that awesome warlock card that gets bonus stats, when I've got six others. Yeah, never. You think just, you're gonna run I, that? I just, I just never run that card. Actually, it's bad. What about what about the te- the one mana for each tentacle you summon card? Yeah, what about oh. that one? Yeah, Gar. Um, That's a staple. Don't run it because you have the Kari <laughs> sacrifice. That's my answer I mean, to that. It's a pretty good card to discard if nothing else. <laughs> good lord. Um, but yeah, Warlock Quest, super cool. I'm excited to see exactly what archetype it fits into. Because I don't think it's actually going to fit into like typical current disco lock, which is almost like zoo. I feel like you need a much slower deck to make this card work. And Clutch Mother's Zavis is insane for discard decks. I just want to point that out. Yeah, my uh, my secret plan that I'm gonna let everybody in on is that I'm gonna build a, a discard control deck where you discard all your tools to to control things. But I'm gonna yep. make it work. I mean, it'll be it'll work pretty good. So last quest. Which is Warrior. I love this one because, again, like Fur has been saying throughout a couple of these, like the flavor and the coolness of this is fantastic. So, the quest is to play seven taunt minions. You get uh, Sulfurus, which is a weapon, three cost, four, two, battle cry. Your hero power becomes deal eight damage to a random enemy. So, you basically become Ragnaros, which is pretty dope. I have a question. Go ahead. I want to know if they recorded all the heroes saying die insects for that use. Probably. I hope so. I also (laughs) hope so. Well, I guess only certain, technically only certain heroes can get I just realized why priest is still going to be good, guys. Elemental priest. No. (laughs) No, I think you, uh, you... What, oh do you thought God. steal quest? Is that what you're you planning? Your, no, you don't thought steal your quest because it would be in your hand. Oh, now if you mulligan it. You mind vision. Mind vision, right, of course. Mind vision the quests. Oh, of course. Alright, priest but is, then what priest if is gonna be fun. What if you can't meet the requirements? I can't discard six cards as a priest. But no, you don't play against a warlock. You you mind vision the um, the quest reward. So you like mind vision Sulfurus oh. before they get to play. There's there's some thoughts behind that one. That's, That's pretty insane. Not a bad idea, as a matter of fact. <laughs> but then once they play your quest, you're just super dead because you don't have anything to do after that. See, I was thinking, uh, you uh, you dirty rat some of the quest rewards too. That's pretty good. That would be dope. Oh, that'd be sick. That'd be so mean. But I'm curious to see like how many quests are literally just going to build it to where like you complete the quest. And well, 
almost all of them but mage, you'll want to complete it and play it on like the same turn. Well, well I don't like, know. Five mana cost, though, in a lot of them. Yeah, it depends. But anyway, going back to the warrior quest, I love this quest reward. Um, I feel like just playing a bunch of minions with taunts, though, is just really boring. As someone who loved playing Control Warrior, I'm really excited for it. I love Control Warrior. I want to redeem the name of the warrior class from those dirty pirates. Um, so I don't mind it, actually. I love I love me some Tom minions. But I could see why anyone who wanted to play anything except for Control Warrior would be upset about this. I also, like, if you, like, step back and look at it, like, Control Warrior wasn't good because it had a bunch of taunts. Control nope. Warrior was good because it had answers and 10 billion armor. Yeah, but some of those answers were sometimes taunts. But, yeah, I definitely see your point. Uh, I think that this one has a built-in win condition, though. You can sacrifice some of those answers at times to help for this quest, and this is for sure one you push the button enough times you're going to win the game. Oh, absolutely. I agree. I just don't know. I think the flavor is amazing again. Like these last three quests have all been really cool in that regard. Other than that, I've never really played a whole lot of Warrior. I feel like it's going to suck to go up against. Especially if you're playing any form of aggro deck. I mean, you're pretty much going to be walled behind minions. Um, well, I mean, like, there's still good taunts existing. Like, you have Alley Armor Smith, you have Bloodhoof Brave. Um, the Direhorn Hatchling is pretty dope. I saw some hate for Cornered Sentry, but I want you to know that I love that card. And I'm going to make I, it work, and it's, it's going to be okay. Awesome. I feel like Dirty Rat's better. Dirty Rat is better. Well, Dirty Rat is different. But it is ultimately better if I had the choice. But the good thing is you can run them both. You can run them both, baby. You can drop them both on turn four. It's going to be fantastic. What you can do is you drop Cornered Sentry, fill their board, and then play Dirty Rat. I don't know what happens. Nothing? Nothing happens, I assume. What? What is that combo? Okay. That makes no sense. Okay, so instead what you do is you play Dirty Rat, then you play Cornered Sentry, and then they summon one less Raptor. And then you play your mind control tech. Or, I know we had discussed this at an earlier point as well, but I don't think Cornered... I think Cornered Century is great, and not because it's a 2-cost two 2-6, two but because it kind of tricks newer people into playing it on turn 2 when you don't want to do that. You want to get cards out that can help you like immediately take out those Raptors. If you get out like the Frothing Berserker, and you've got the Cornered Century with a Whirlwind... That Berserker is going to go ham real fast. Play him on turn 4, play Sentry and Whirlwind on turn 5. He just got like plus 5 attack mm -hmm. if there was nothing else on the board. And he gets to swing. That's where Corner Sentry like really yeah. comes in. I feel like Corner Sentry is more like a fun lulls um, Berserker card. Not look at my taunt minion and look how scary it is. I don't know, man. It's a 2-6 on 2. Yes, that's all right. But Built for that's quest. all. That's all for the quests. Um, I'm interested to see, um, like we've talked about, like how much this is going to kind of affect just the overall design of the game for the next year when these quests are still going to be a thing. 
because I'm curious to see how much more they kind of develop on the quests too. Like give classes more tools to complete their quests throughout the year. It could be interesting. Yeah, it could be. Uh, you know, I was talking about how they have to be careful of the design space because they've kind of limited it in that. But a lot of them really aren't that bad. I mean, there's not going to be main taken advantage of them except for maybe mage because because of just how like overtly overpowered it could be if you can get that done at the right time. Um, but I mean, you know, it's one of those things like, oh, if the mage completes the quest at turn three and then you know loses on their next turn, are they going to get that much out of it? You know, they have to wait a little bit longer so they have the mana to play that, so you have a little bit of time. But, uh, you know, maybe the Paladin quest can get some buffs in the future. I don't know, man. Have they ever buffed a card outside of that, like, first pass they did like, okay. two and a half years ago? No, I don't think so. But also what I meant is just, like, you know, build cards that would synergize better with it. Gotcha. Yeah. That. Yeah. I feel it's like, like a lot of help. You know, yeah, one mana, a lot of help. plus five, plus five, there was also summon another one. People were like, oh, we just run uh, Mukla, the, the evil Mukla that gives the bananas <laughs> to you. That's two more spells to cast on your minions. And I'm like, you're right. But you have to run Mukla. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Or here's the plan, you just, like, we create a plot where everyone else just runs, like, the three-cost Mukla and just plays wow. a Paladin and just gives them bananas, too. That's the plan. Also, I, you should probably want Lorewalker Cho and your Paladin buff deck. Definitely. Yep. That's going to be the new OP. Yep. I feel like Corrupted Mukla is pretty not bad for the Mage deck, too, now that you mention it, because I'm running him in my spell Mage deck Oh my right god, now. you're right, because those are spells that don't, <laughs> yeah. don't start in your deck. That's genius. And that's pretty decent board presence. That's not bad. That's a good point. It's real sad that um, Flame Waker is getting rotated out because all these little spells with Mage. Flame Waker. Yeah. Was. He was one day. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm happy with this. <laughs> Dude, that's, what, that's what my deck is all about. I'm going to have to rebuild the whole thing. Feels bad, man. Alright, so let's move on to the next topic, which I wanted to take some time talk about elementals just like the whole tribe their main mechanic is like so how dragons had where you needed to have a dragon in your hand to activate the effect elementals you have to have played an elemental the last turn to activate the effect and i'll say my thoughts for last on this so you guys go ahead what are your thoughts on the elementals do you like how they interact with each other i'll go first on this one and i'm gonna say yes for controlled decks, it is insanely good. That's how I'm going to build my priest deck, is based off of elementals, priest control. I think I think with the elementals that we already have at our disposal from the earlier sets, that this was probably one of the best choices they could have made in terms of what theme to come out with next. Like, I don't really see... They've already kind of done beasts at some point, and they're doing a little bit of it now. They've already kind of hit warlocks or uh, murlocs pretty hard. Um, pirates was a thing. Seems like this was the next logical step, and they've just made so many good elementals in this set, plus some of the older ones like the light elemental, the water elemental. I mean, even go as far as to say the ragers if they weren't complete crap. 
I'm sure I'm missing some of the other elementals from before that are just really good. Um, but yeah, I like how they work for almost every class. There's like a couple exceptions that are just generally poor cards, but overall I think it's going to be sweet. I tend to agree. I think that uh, elementals are going to work well in control. Uh, I'm really excited to build my shaman elemental deck, which I know no one's ever thought of before. But uh, they... I mean, the one downside is, of course, you've had to have played one last turn. So you now have two turns to set up for elementals. Uh, if you're not getting that draw, if you're not getting those curves that you want, you know, they're going to be kind of lackluster. Um, but overall, I think their their effects are generally pretty powerful. And awesome. Uh, also, special shout out to Magma Rager being put into every quest druid deck because it's a five one, so it counts towards the quest. Right. <laughs> oh, that's a pretty no. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible idea. Um, some of my thoughts. Um, I wish it wasn't as slow as it is because I look at like, like you almost have to curve perfectly with this deck. Because, like, you look at, like, Dragon, and Dragon was a great mechanic, but when you didn't have a Dragon to um, activate your cards, you were really sad. Like, it's you just basically had a dead hand. And while I feel like that won't be as much of a problem with the Elemental deck, with stuff like Firefly and the Igneous Elemental and all this crap to give you, like, one mana Elementals in your hand that you can just save until later and plop them on the deck, or plop them on the board so you have... Elemental played, so you can do something with it next turn. I feel like it's just—I mean, it's—it's it's good, but I just wish it wasn't quite as slow. Um, I will say two things. One, I do appreciate that it is the basically the neutral elementals, where a lot of the power is in the elemental decks. Stuff like Blaze Collar, which is basically just a buffed-up fire elemental, and the Servant of Calamos, which just gets you discover an elemental, is going to be awesome. The other Shaman Legendary that makes it to where you can get a um, Elemental Incantation, a lot of those are really, really cool. Um, my biggest problem, and I know you don't agree with this, Fur, Osrok is trash. No! He's terrible. <laughs> Osrok is the best card in this set. No, it is not. You know how Maybe you were saying earlier that Galvadon dies to stuff like Hex? and Polymorph, and Sap. Osrock dies to it too, and then you're really sad. Adapting, bro. When are you gonna, how are you going to adapt him? Why would you Tell adapt me. him? What does that I feel mean? Like, I feel like he's going to be really good in Priest Control because of his mana cost. Really wanna inter -fire. I just inter -fire really want to interfire him and just like... You don't even need a Divine Spirit. You play, like, three Elementals the turn before, you've got a 20-20 sitting on the board. I don't know. I think I, know. I think you're right, but I think he's got enough power on his own to justify it. The Kaleidosaur does not. The Kaleidosaur is trash, even with his adaptations. Osric at least has the potential to be all right. I'm I'm excited to see your Azrak control priest deck. It's it's gonna be insanely cool. You wait. It's gonna be meta. I'm gonna hit legendary with it. I don't think you're gonna hit legendary with it. Here's the plan. Here's the, here's the plan. 
Step one, queue a rogue deck with you against your Osrook. Step two, play Patient Assassin. Step three, wait until you play Osrook. <laughs> and then it's just dead. It's just over. Feels I mean, bad. It'd be a control deck, though, so I'd be able to Holy Nova your 1-1. One, one. But I'm going to buff my 1-1 one, one with uh, stuff. Yeah, I mean, we can, we can go around this loop all day. or counter our counter. Point is, you're right. Osric's not the best card. I think he's got a lot of hidden potential, and I think everyone's just giving him a lot of shit now because on paper he doesn't look amazing. But if you if you know what deck you're going against, for example, if I'm going against a Beast Hunter, there's a pretty good chance they're not going to be able to eliminate something with 20 toughness or 20 health and taunt in the one turn that I give them to do it. That's true. So, I, I mean, it's, it's situational, but what card isn't in Hearthstone? Time Warp. I think. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> the real All answer right. is Venom Weapon by Rogues. Just, just say. Yeah. Smack oh, in the face. Take that, take that 20 hit to the face. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're, I mean, you're not wrong. But um, Next up is I want to talk about the Adapt mechanic, which we've kind of talked about throughout this whole thing. Works like Discover, where you get an option of three potential um, buffs you can put on your minion. I'm going to list them off real quick. So there is plus three attack, plus three health, plus one, plus one. Death Rattle summon two 1-1 one, one plants. Can't be targeted by spells or hero powers. Divine Shield, Wind Fury, Taunt, Stealth until your next turn, and Poisonous. The dead air. Uh, I know. <laughs> I uh, it's okay. okay. Adapt is okay. My biggest problem is I feel like you look at like the minions that adapts on. I don't see like any minions, and I'm like, oh, adapts on it. This is absolutely insane. Yeah, I mean, the fact that you're not picking one of nine of those, you're picking one out of three, says situationally. In almost every case, situationally, it's going to be okay, but there's a lot of situations where it's going to be completely crap. But you're just not going to have you. You can. I'm. I'm sure there's math behind that. Where like, it's it's just not going to be that good. Uh, I think there's a few points in it that's decent. I'm curious, and I think this might be shortcoming on Blizzard or me. Uh, the ones, the cards where it's like adapt your Silverhand recruits. Are you adapting them individually, or are you drawing one card and all of them are taking effect? I'm pretty sure that you're adapting once and they're all taking effect. Interesting. Which it is, there is, on that front, there is the Adapt the Murlocs one. Yes, that I, that's the next one I was going to bring up. That card's fantastic. I love. <laughs> um, there's two instances of Adapt that I love. The first is a Hunter card. Crackling Razor Maw. Two cost, three, two, Adapt a Friendly Beast. That's a two cost three two, even if you don't even adapt anything. Like that's just strong to start. And then you just get to adapt something else. Like, depending on what you can adapt, you can adapt like all the one costs you're probably playing for your quest, or your kindly grandmother, or crazy stuff. That one's really cool. Also, I know it's only gonna happen thirty percent of the time, but the priest or I'm sorry, the paladin spell adaptation where you get to adapt a friendly minion. I just wanna wanna be one of those assholes who runs that 
with wild pyromancer and put poisonous on it and clear the board. Yeah, that's that's pretty sick. I just feel like adapts like isn't strong enough for what it's like statted at. That's yeah. exactly what I was gonna say. Is that I don't feel like in most cases adapt is not worth one mana, and that seems to be roundabout where they're statting it. Right. Well, then you look at the the instances like the um, where'd it go? The crackling razor maw, and again, two mana, three two. That's fine. Like people ran the freaking raptor all the time in um arena, but now this has a bonus on top of that. That's awesome. Ten out of ten. It's also a class card. Class cards are typically, they can be a little more powerful because not everyone has access to them. Agree. But then, like, you even have, like, the this card battle daps, or he, uh, battle card adapted and adapts. Okay. Yeah, the Volcanosaur, whichever one gets for free if they log in tomorrow? Yes. I think. Yes. Yeah. So the day this goes up. I will so say log into Hearthstone right now. Fifth of there, April. There's another there's another adapt card that I like a lot, which is the Ravenous Pterodax, which is uh, from Warlock, which is Battlecry Destroyer Friendly Minion to adapt twice. It's okay. Uh, I feel like it's it's all right. There are certain combos that work really well with Devil Soaring, for example, is the combo I'm gonna be looking for. Yes. Plus any Death Rattle is pretty not bad with that. Yeah. I mean, if you've got your sacrifice pit out too. You could just throw away one of those imps. It's not like their lives matter. You're 100% right. Lives matter. Wait, I was going to say, are you saying imps live don't matter? <laughs> wow. That was real scary. Okay, so this is where this is going to kind of go a little bit more free range. Um, I wanted to take ever, or let everyone take a chance to just basically bring up other interesting cards that they found in the set that they like a lot. So, who wants to start? I'm going to start with one, because it's the only one that I know for sure is the best card in this set. Glacial Shard, best card. Why? Look at it. Why? The 2-1 for one mana that freezes somebody on a battle cry, and it's an elemental. It's not a good good one drop, don't get me wrong. But that can be a pretty big game changer. It triggers your elemental for one mana, so you can trigger your elemental stuff for the following turn. It freezes an enemy, so you're either locking one of their big threats down, or if you're a freeze mage, you could potentially combo off of this for one mana. It's two more Ice Lances, basically. Ice um, Lance is gone, though. You gotta remember that, too. Ice Lance wasn't classic, wasn't it? It's going into the Hall of Flame. Yep. I Hall didn't flame. know that. I'm yep. really... I'm triggered. But there are still instances <laughs> of this. Like, Shatter still exists, so yeah, that's you're good. Right. That's a three-mana destroy a minion, which isn't the worst thing. Maybe we should take some time and talk about what's going in the Hall of Flame, because I only thought it was two cards. It's six cards. and Ragnaros. It's okay, so it's six cards. Ice Lance, Conceal, Power Overwhelming, Azure Drake, Sylvanas, Ragnaros. Hall of Fame, by the way, not Flame. <laughs> I, I, saying, you said, funny I just I figured did. they were going to burn them all up. No. So. <laughs> Power yeah, overwhelming. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't Warlock, agree with that. No, I, it's great. I'm happy because I I don't touch Warlock, but that's got a. I will stay. say to add on your glacial shard a bit, they've gotten rid of including Iceland's of a lot of the the freeze opportunities. There's not that many left, making glacial shard possibly even better. Uh, you know, the go to 
you know, it doesn't get much cheaper to freeze an enemy. Plus, you can yeah. do one body. Plus, you can the elemental trigger. Like, I mean, it does get cheaper because there's freezing potion, which is zero potion. mana. Yes, you're right. There's one instance of it getting cheaper. Um, one class. And this is also good for card. every class. Yeah. Really good right. in elemental control decks, too. Yes, it's great. Like, people have even been like, hey, it's like a pretty decent counter to Pirate Warrior because they can't swing their weapon when they're frozen. Hmm, good point. That's true, too. It is an enemy, not an enemy minion. True. Do you have any others uh, that you'd like to bring up at this time for? None that I can directly think of. We already covered Osric. Yep. I'll, I'll bad, let man. you guys take some turns and if I, if I see any other ones. Bell, you go okay. ahead. Sure. Uh, Flavor-wise, I'm, I'm a particular fan of Meteor, because it's just like absolutely decimate that minion right there and the guy is a little, a little silly it's, it's silly it's pretty funny uh it, it's it's funny because um if you look at the ultra source stat line i believe it's 14 health so it makes sure it kills like the biggest dinosaur like vanilla stats that there exists you're 100 right um flavor wise i also uh someone read it i believe i was reading it um vine cleaver from paladins while the card usage is arguable i really like it that you know, after you you swing and you clear the vines, you're actually rescuing the two two silver-handed crews oh, that lost cute. in the jungle. You're yeah, not wrong. Yeah, that was nice. Um, but in terms of actual raw power, one of my favorite cards, I think has been touched on a little bit now, but it's Bitter Tide Hydra. Uh, the neutral card, it's an 8-8 for 5, and whenever it takes damage, uh, you, your hero, takes 3 damage. Uh, that card... Is super duper strong. Uh, that's an eight eight for five, and yeah, of course, you know you gotta take some face damage, but most people are okay with that. Yeah, uh, I feel like it's a better in. fell reaver, and yeah. people loved fell reaver. Yep. A um, couple other cards, general megasaur, like you said, fantastic. I would love to give all my murlocs all of the stats. Uh, they're fantastic, and then my other warlock card that I really liked was Bloodbloom. Uh, initially, when I first had the card, I said, you know what? I don't like this card. It sucks. It's going to be trash. But the more, I, the more I think about it, the more I like it. Uh, it's a two-mana spell, and it says, the next spell you cast this turn costs health instead of mana. Now, on a late turn, that's a lot of tempo you're gaining there. I mean, Warlocks, of course... You know, are already using some of their health as a uh, as a resource, and the warlock spells themselves aren't the most amazing things, but there are some some good ones out there that you can use to to swing it and uh, you know do a lot with. Uh, you know, if that's if that, you're using that on turn ten, you're getting a lot of value. Kind of a good card. I mean, like, you can even, like, well with that. you can, like, even technically just use that to complete your quest. And, like, technically get it done quicker if you just don't right, want right. to wait and spend the mana. Because five health is a lot cheaper than five mana. So. Well, I mean, it is only the, it is only a spell cast. So yes. you, have to, you have to make sure you're casting a spell with it. But, I mean, yeah, like, something like Feeding Time or, um... I mean, obviously, I like Implosion was great, which is kind of similar to, to Feeding Time, but um, which which is the uh, Siphon Life? Is that the Destroyer Siphon card? Soul. 
Trapping Soul. Trapping Soul um, isn't bad. Bane of Doom. Is that is Bane of Doom still around? Yeah, Bane of Doom still around. That's not bad. Um, I mean, like you can even just Karakazam, and that's yeah, not yeah, even Karakazam bad. Yeah, Karakazam is another one. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, on, on turn two, on turn two, you can throw Karakazam down. That's pretty nasty. I didn't yeah. even think about that. You can also play a Renounced Darkness because there's that. <laughs> you could, you could cast Renounced Darkness. You could play Doom on turn two. I didn't. Perfect. I forgot about like I forgot about Doom. Doom's it's pretty perfect. good. That's what we need. I don't That's know if you point. should be casting a turn two do. I don't Doom. I don't know if you're getting many card draw out of that, but uh, I mean, technically, fuck you, patches. Fuck you, <laughs> Pirate Warrior. You're over. It's done. Okay, so I have five cards that I found really cool that I want to talk about. First one I already kind of talked about is Shadow Visions. The two-cost priest spell that you get to discover a copy of a spell in your deck. If Control Priest was getting more tools, this card would be amazing because it would basically incentivize you to have answers all the time. If you look at priest spells, they have a lot of really, 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 really cool stuff. You have stuff like your... um. Your inner fires, even like pint sized potion, is pretty good. Like, especially since people have found like crazy stuff with it. Everpower word shield, resurrect, even kind of all of your uh, shadow words. I mean, there's just like a lot of options where you can just create answers more. And I like the card a lot. I just hate that priest is just getting shit on again, pretty much. And it makes me sad. Hopefully, yeah, I mean, like next expansion, priests get some more stuff, and Shadow Visions can see like the love. It I too. feel like I feel like that's gonna make Control Priest really good. I mean, you pretty much hit the nail on the head. You're gonna be able if you didn't draw your Shadow or Death, and you need one, you can try your Shadow Visions for it. If you need one of your Holy Novas, you can use this and grab an extra Holy Nova. It just has so much use in Control that. And I mean, you can even limit how useful it is. Hell, you could put two Holy Novas and two Shadow Visions in your deck, and you're running four Holy Novas. Did you see the dream that you do two Radiant Elementals, which your spells cost two or cost one less? So then Shadow Visions would be zero. You play Priest of the Feast, and you keep Shadow Visioning your Shadow Vision, and you heal forever. Now there is a point to be made, though, that Shadow Visions could eventually become a dead card when there's no more spells left in your deck. One hundred percent. I agree yeah. with that. I don't know. I feel like it's just a cool card that like allows you to get answers more efficiently. Oh yeah, no, you're basically guaranteeing running like a third copy of a of a spell in your deck of your choice at that point. Uh, next card I want to talk about is Tar Creeper. So three mana, one five taunt has two attack during your opponent's turn. There is a lot of cards like this. Like I know Warlock has one. That is a 5-mana 1-7 that becomes a 4-7. Or Warrior has a 7-mana 1-11 that becomes a 4-11 on your opponent's (laughs) turn. That's absurd. Um, But I feel like this one's the best one because it's a better Senjin Shieldmaster. And Senjin's pretty good to start. It's going to like stop aggro decks hard on turn 3. I like it. It's cool. It's really simple, though. Next up is Firefly. So one mana, battle cry, add a one mana elemental to your hand. Um, I also did already talk about Igneous Elemental, which basically does the same thing. And why I think this is a cool concept is, I was talking about earlier with the Kari Sacrifice, so I feel like there is going to be a slower archetype to discard different cards 
because I feel like what you're almost going to want to do is kind of fill your hand up with crap, like these elementals, and discard those and your clutch mother, as opposed to like, like hoping like, oh, I'm going to throw this down and hope like no good cards get discarded. That's my only like scary thing with Lakari. Because like, it's still really dependent on draw, and it's still like RNG that like if you discard the wrong card, you're just sad. So you can kind of avoid that by putting more dead cards in your hand, which is a cool concept. Yes. There was... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was agreeing. It's just simply, yeah. I, mm -hmm. Yep. There was one card that Jelly and I have talked about before, oh, yeah. and I forgot to mention. I don't know why I've been sitting here staring at it for like the last 10 minutes. Um, serious Glimmer Root. That thing is going to be, if if it's not good, it's at least going to be pretty fun, I think. But I'm pretty one, sure... Which one's the Glimmer Roots? I can't find it. It card. is a priest. Oh, that's dumb card. Oh, it's so dumb. No. <laughs> it's so cool. No, All right, it's so not. The battle cry is look at three cards, and if you guess which one started in your opponent's deck, you get a copy of it. It's so dumb. Which, in Arena, yeah, it's going to be pretty dumb. In, like, wild, yeah, it's going to be pretty dumb. But I don't know. I mean, if you're fighting a pirate warrior and you see patches or, like, shadow visions and a knife juggler, there's a pretty good chance it's going to be that patches. And then you get that patches. In what world right. do you want a patch? <laughs> yeah, do you really want a patches? Yes. Um, no, I got like to pay for it. Now we're talking, okay? Yeah, well, I mean, you could just mix and match or, you know, fill in whatever you want to fill in in those spots. Point is, like, I don't know. I don't know exactly how it's going to work. I don't know if class cards aren't going to be shown in there. Cause I thought wouldn't... I had heard it was literally just, like, showing three cards from your opponent's deck, and you guess which one actually started in their deck and not their opening hand. I thought that's what it was. I don't know. Also, it, just says, look at, it just says look at three cards. My guess is that it just throws one in your opponent's deck and two somewhere else from, like, nowhere. I love this comment so much. Looks at three cards. Does your opponent play Ra Magma Rager, Purify, or Holy Nova? Which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um... Yeah, the card's interesting. I just feel like it's it's going to be fun when you get the card right, but then every time it isn't, you're just playing a 3-mana three 3-3. Three, three. That makes you sad. I think this card, as well as a few others, have are an example of Blizzard pushing a little bit further into interesting mechanics, if you will. I mean, it's not really a new mechanic. It's more or less it's similar to Discover, but not the same. Um, but there's a few other cards, in the, especially in this set, that have really kind of started to push the boundaries more and more into, you know, if you look back at Vanilla Hearthstone, um, you know, a lot of the, like the simpleton mechanics that were there, and you're like, man, I wish I did more and more stuff kind of like Magic does or whatever. And I think this is an example of definitely headed in that kind of direction where you're getting cooler and cooler design space. Not that it's yeah. strong in any way, but it's interesting. All right. So I have, I lied. I'm going to talk about six cards, not five. So I have three more to talk about. Um, we have talked about this card, and I feel like it deserves it. Uh, at least the Trailblazer. Five mana, five, five. Yeah. Shuffle a sealed Ungaro pack into your deck. What the pack is, it's a two mana spell that you basically open a card pack in the game, so all those cards get added to your hand. 
that's just really cool for control decks because you can it's like literally like give me five random cards from Ungoro that can be class I believe cards. they even said that like legendaries have a significantly higher chance to occur in that pack yes it was I don't remember the stats but it was like you it was like most of the time you're getting at least one legendary yeah which I just like it it's fancy it's pretty cool also um Priest could um, Shadow Visions or Angaro pack, which would be pretty mm. dope. That'd be fancy. So, there's that. Um, I also wanted to talk about Hemet Jungle Hunger. It's a 6 mana 6 6 battle card. Destroy all cards in your deck that cost 3 less. I 3 or less. I think this is a really cool card for late game because it just makes it to where your late game is going to be that much stronger because you're not going to be relying so much on drawing and top decking because you know you're always going to get at least a 4 card. Four cost card are better, which is usually pretty good. And if nothing else, it gives Druids the ultimate uh, concede play. Finish quest, play Hemet. Concede. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Do the same with Hunter. That's good. Yeah, yeah. And you just kill like 20 raptors and just... It's genocide. That's insane. And then... This card, this last card, went completely under my radar until earlier today when I was listening to Trump go over all the cards. And he brought up an incredible point for this card that no one's really talking about. Humongous Razor Leaf. They three cost, four eight, can't attack. What deck loves can attack, Minion? Handlock? Handlock. Handlock has such a potential to make a comeback with this card, and I personally believe that you can make a Handlock deck work with the quest. Oh, really? I do. That's interesting. I mean, because it kind of sounds like the quest would go against Handlock. Not if you use cards like Firefly and Igneous Elemental and just put that stuff into the discard, though. That's a good point. I, know, I just love Handlock, so I love that it's actually getting a tool after all this time, after the Molten Giant nerf. So it has some potential again, which just makes me excited. Yeah, I think that there's, there's some potential there. Uh, it's definitely interesting. Uh, I'm... I wish there was a little more play with it from like other classes that could do stuff with it. I mean, I guess you could silence it, but purify. Let's go. <laughs> there you go. Three mana uh, forty, pretty good. I guess you could adapt a friendly minion and give it taunt. Paladin, that's, let's that's go. Like one, I guess? Question mark. We <laughs> can give it stealth. That's good too, I guess. I, that's. That might be worse. That's definitely worse than the Warlock Portal. <laughs> it just sits there. <laughs> be hilarious. But um, I'm excited for this card. I'm excited to see how much, if at all, um, Handlock will make a comeback with it, which makes me happy. So, two last things I wanted to touch on before we close this out. Um, what new decks are you guys most excited for? I'll say my two real quick. Um, Quest Hunter, because this just seems obscene. And it's almost like you're playing like Zoo Hunter 
and then you just win the game once you complete the quest, which will be really fun and cool. And then, as I just kind of already gushed about, Handlock, I'm excited to see how it works. Even if it's not, like, viable for the quest, I still just like the idea of Handlock coming back, because I enjoyed the quest a lot. Or the, the deck archetype a lot. Well, the two decks that I'm most interested in building is rebuilding my Control Warrior deck, like I said before, uh, and a, which will essentially go hand in hand with my my, my quest, uh, and it'll be fun. Uh, Molten Blade will probably be like a staple in there because it's fun. Uh, Explore on Goro will be the furthest thing that's ever been from that deck because I hate that card. No, we gotta it's we gotta stupid. do it. We'll do uh, a, a discover uh, discover on Goro. Versus Discover and Goro. That's, oh, the, that's the game. The worst. Uh, but yeah, Control, uh, Control Warrior, it'll mm-hmm. have a lot of, mo- most of the new cards, honestly. Uh, I think King Wash is also pretty pretty interesting. Uh, nice Warland combo. Better than uh, Deathwing, in my opinion. And then, I, sadly, I, apparently I'm just going to be playing the slow meta this, this set, because I also want to say Control Shaman. Uh, and it's going to some, like an elemental control shaman deck because okay, it's got some very interesting stuff coming uh devolve this set will be awesome i'm excited for that so yeah those two decks are probably gonna be like the first two i build uh, with a warlock being somewhere in there too first I've always... they're actually just like jotting down his elemental priest deck right now just getting ready for it <laughs> i mean i'm i'm i've pretty much got it done if I get the cards, how much dust I gotta spend, money I gotta drop. That's my number one deck, though. Fucking Elemental Priest control is gonna be absurd. Just wait. It's bringing Priest back into the meta hard. If only Priest had an Elemental that was, like, not total trash after turn three. Yeah, like Lyra the Sun Shard. Okay. Lyra's pretty bad. <laughs> what? You're gonna be pretty it. sad when you drop Lyra, then play a card, and then get Purify, because that's gonna make you really sad. And then you I purify mean, your Lyra and. Con- and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's a potential that I could get Purify, but I could also get Shadow Visions. I could also get Powered Shield. I mean, there's like what. Probably 25 to 30 priest spells that are going to be accessible. I'm going to count right through now. Through that card. I'm going to count right now. I don't know if there's that many. It might be like nine. I don't know. That seems like not very much. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll meet in the middle and go with like 17. Eight. Nope. Eight. Nine. It's like 15, I think. I mean, that's okay, I guess. Or you. Just I mean, that's those... still... You've got a 1 in 15 chance to draw Purify, sure, yeah. Sucks to yeah, suck. So you're going to draw Purify every time. <laughs> yeah, well, if that's the case, then I'll, I'll get rid of it. But I don't know. I think the deck has a lot of potential. I'm excited to see what I can do with it. If it ends up sucking, you know, oh well. I had fun. No, yeah, I'm definitely interested in seeing it. And then Mage. Fucking, I've always played Priest and Mage, and I'm probably just going to continue that with a little bit of Druid. What Mage are you thinking? Because there's a couple oh, of Spell Mage. mage. Just Tempo spell mage, mage in general? 
That'd be dope. Yeah, uh, I don't. I play Spellmage kind of weird. It's I don't I don't really know that it's exactly tempo. Um, because it's a little. Mine was based off of the Flame Waker right now, which you know, Flame Waker twenty seventeen. But uh, I don't know how it's gonna work out yet. I tend to go spell heavy and just put like small creatures in there, smaller creatures to kind of keep the early game under control, and just mm-hmm. use spells and card draw and spell generation to kind of get through the mid and late game. Um, I lose a couple cards. There was, I don't even remember the name of him. Um, when he attacks, he says draw. He's a three casting, three four that adds a spell to the enemy and your hand. Um, um, he was from the Grand Tournament. Yep. He's going away, which is kind of sad, because he was like my middle of the pack, uh, a little bit of beef on the field, but I feel like the only way like, like a tempo spell mage is going to work is if it leans more into elemental. Yeah, and that's yep. exactly where I was going to go. Is that I think without the elemental presence, it's not going to do great. But I kind of want to try it without it and see if I can make it work. If not, then more likely than not, it'll be an elemental deck. Because I mean, Shimmering Tempest, fantastic card. Steam Surger, pretty good card. It just, Steam Surger, to pause on that for a minute, just has so much, like... There's so many cards in that card. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. Get three, and I mean, three cards out of that card? Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's a 5-4 four for four mana. And then a two, two, car, two cast, deal two damage. And then a one cast, one two elemental. Which, again, that elemental can trigger the if you played an elemental last turn crap. Yep. So, I feel like I feel like Steam Surger is pretty good. And I'm just, it'll be interesting to see because, like I already said, like a lot of the elemental strength comes from neutral cards. Which I think is fantastic. So, I'll be interested to see if, like, maybe there's, like, a couple elementals that people start running kind of like patches. Where, like, the package packet right now is, like, patches, your South Sea deck hand, and then, like, a couple other cards where it's, like, six cards, but, like, they all work pretty well together. I wonder if there's going to be something like that where there's, like, a handful of elementals that are just good on their own to kind of slap into every deck. Good. I don't want to jump back into some random cards that we haven't talked about and, and to, you know, carry on, trolling on. Volatile Elemental. It's a neutral card. It's an elemental, obviously. It's a two-drop, one-one, and death right. I'll deal three damage to a random enemy minion. I don't want to write that card off as quick as some people probably would. I feel like it's That trades... Just... On, on the board, it trades for a, a four-health minion. That's true. I mean, it's okay. They're single, but... It's okay. Like, I agree with you, but... I feel like it's actually pretty freaking strong in uh, Arena. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I guess it's you. Know, certain things it's gonna not do well against. But... I feel like that's kind of like a tech card. Like if you yeah, see, yeah. like if there's like a lot of cards that have four health that we need to kill, that's that's an answer. I don't think there are a lot of four health in this set, but that's okay. Um, health equals four. <laughs> I did that wrong. I forgot how you do that. Where you like do search like certain things. I can't do it. Anyway, uh, not that many. That's my answer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's it. Last thing, 
I feel like it's interesting to talk about. This is, as we mentioned throughout this entire thing, this is the start of the next year of Standard, which means we are seeing Black Ark Mountain, Grand Tournament, and League of Explorers cycling out. A lot of crazy cards in that. On top of those, we are getting the Hall of Fame, not Flame, cycling out this time too. So, a couple of the shoutouts to cards that you guys are going to miss slash thank God this card is gone. Oh, are you asking? Are you telling us? I thought you were going to read a list. No, no. Uh, I just, Emperor just, Tharsan. Fuck that guy and his family. Wow. <laughs> I, I liked him. the card. I liked it. <laughs> I it liked was cool. playing it. Hate playing against it. I mean, it's, it's the cool. worst feeling in the world, especially when you can't remove it that first turn. It's like, oh, well, and now they just get yeah. everything I mean, I free. It's also just interesting to point out that like Handlock has potential to make a comeback and Thorsan's getting rotated out, which feels bad, man. Um, um, thank, thank God Reno's so, gone. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Reno, Reno's glad gone. that's out, too. Uh, as a as an arena player, I will say I'm really glad that Bone Guard Lieutenant is gone, which is the three two inspire gain one health because that bastard just doesn't die sometimes. That's pretty. It's Only pretty terrifying, arena, obviously. <laughs> Flame Waker. Also, all you mage players, stop picking off all my stuff. I love you Flame know. Waker so much. It's so sad that he's got to go. Um, my biggest ones are like everything Shaman's losing. So, yeah, death. Oh, yeah, Totem Golem, Tuskar Totemic, Tron, and Tunnel Trog are the big three. Feels bad. I don't think Shaman's... Shaman's definitely not going to be as dominant as it has been, but Elemental Control Shaman definitely has some potential. Um, I also just want to be sad about all the dragons being rotated out, because yeah. Dragon Priest was my favorite deck, and now it's just super dead. It makes me cry. But now I'm just going to run Elemental Priest and concede even more, so this works out. <laughs> but I think that's about it. Do you guys have anything else that you guys want to say in regards to Journey to Angaro? We're excited for it. It's going to be pretty good. good. Yeah. I don't even have a release date yet. Soon. Probably in like a week and a half to two weeks, knowing Blizzard. With I'm going to guess... gonna guess april 25th wait what are we guessing this one it's gonna come out wait are you guys yes yes trolling no No. i'm pretty sure they announced the release date on that one pretty sure they they didn't yet guys i'm pretty sure pretty sure i mean can can you find it for me because that'd be cool i probably can I mean, there I was have... a release date, like, people were saying that it was going to come out this date, but I'm pretty sure it's not coming out yet. Figured they would have updated the actual game yeah, with pretty... it by now, because it just says soon in the game. Or April. Mid-April, I think is what it says. I don't remember. I don't know. I'm going to put a thing down below if the release date is actually announced yeah. or just retarded. Um, but I don't think it has been yet. But that's all I've got. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, for Jelly, thank you guys for hopping on and hey, talking man. some Hearthstone with me. 
Um, I'm excited to hop back in the game because, like, I remember when Whispers of the Old God came out, and like we were all like making super crazy decks. That was a lot of fun. Uh, can confirm it comes out on Thursday. Yeah, I thought so. I thought it was April sixth. It will release two, April two days 6th. from now. Yeah, yeah, two days from now. What? Where have I been all my life? Yeah. Oh, good lord. So there's that. Um, that that's all I got. <laughs> you can just, just cut all now. that part out. <laughs> yeah, no, nope, no, nope, we'll leave it at <laughs> the end. Thank you guys for listening. Be sure to check out KickDomination.net for all of our content. Um, I'm sure I will be having uh, at least for probably Jelly on for some more stuff. I know for and I have talked about doing some other stuff and talking about some other games, but I'm excited for it. So thank you guys for listening. Go play some Mangaro because apparently it'll be out when you're listening to this. So <laughs> bye. Christ on a cracker. I had no fucking idea. Neither did I. <laughs> where where was it even announced at? I, on the on the preview stream where they announced all the cards at the end. They were like. It-